0: Hello and welcome to episode 549 of the Cast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick the King Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rock Arts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Happy Tuesday, Nick. Happy Tuesday, indeed. Hey, on this episode, we've got one new patron, a little bit of Cast news, some new news, uh, a new patch, as well as um, some Udyr information. We've got one new story, uh, and then we'll jump all the way into Competitive League, uh and we'll talk about nord close it out with roundtable and mail fight and how was your week
1: week was good um a little bit of league a little bit of uh goofing and gaffing if you know what i mean mm-hmm. um uh so i am yeah, 2-2 in my series to master again um two wins two dodges as Ooh, i've been telling everyone happen? um so i'm gonna i'm gonna purposely dodge the last game and uh go 2-0 in my series to master again i keep <laughs> failing my series to master 2-0 i'm so I mean, bad at the game 2-3 no, two o. I don't actually. 2 oh, you're not counting them as losses? <laughs> no. I see. I just keep failing that's at 2 man. I don't fair. know. <laughs> like, it's when your team doesn't <laughs> surrender and it's 3-0 or whatever. Um, same thing. <laughs> True. Um, outside, yeah. yeah, outside of that, uh, just goofing and gaffing. I think I might do community games tomorrow night. Mm. Um, uh, pending, patent Pending. We're getting a pen, uh, patent for it, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but if, if you're interested, join our Discord, discord.gg slash LeagueCast. Uh, I'll probably do them around 9.45, 10 o'clock if I do them tomorrow. If not, I will make an announcement saying, hey, I'm not going to do them. Uh, and then I'll probably do them Friday instead. But it, it'll be fun if I do them. Um, outside of that, uh, I think only other thing is, I guess, something that we're going to probably talk about post-show is uh, we're considering going to finals. If, if we can yeah. a, get tickets and b all want to do that, <laughs> but uh, we'll talk about <laughs> so that. You're talking the sh- worlds. Yes. world's finals. Yeah. yeah. Cause Colton's already going to LCS finals. He's a crazy boy. Oh yeah. He's
0: I'm- a crazy gamer. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, I think we're all gonna, we're going to talk about potentially going to world finals. So if anyone's in the San Fran, uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll meet up if we're actually going to do that. Cause it's a fucking fever dream way. Cause who knows if we're going to be able to get tickets anyways. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm sure we're not going to be able to, and it's just going to be a you know a big old sad burger. day. Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> but it'd be cool if we tried. Um, but that's yeah. kind of my week. What about you, Colton?
2: Um, yeah, so I've been playing a lot of League and am not in my series to masters. Yeah. Um, right now I'm at seventy six LP in D one, so two games out. Um, this is my highest lp i've ever been but not highest rank um hmm. if that yeah like back back in the day when d1 like 50 lp was top 1500 hmm. um but hope hoping to to hit masters because that's something i've never done and would be pretty sick and i think i'm playing well enough to do it just gotta keep grinding out the games um outside of that it's been raining a lot in dallas like we got some areas here i think got like nine inches of rain over the course of like 48 hours and we, we haven't like gotten any rain this month except for like those last two days so there's been some pretty serious flooding uh, around me not so much like by me specifically but like downtown dallas east dallas a lot of areas um but thankfully I've, I've mainly just you know had to deal with if I go outside the ground's gonna be wet and if I try and walk in the grass it's gonna be a little muddy. Um,
0: yeah, it's not too uh, bad all things considered.
2: You know, yeah yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a lot better than having <laughs> my like car underwater up to the windows yeah um, but outside of that haven't been playing a ton of other games really haven't even been playing. All too much league. I mean I played today and I think like
1: Brother Bear, you have nine hundred games of length (laughs) this season.
2: Yeah, 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 I know. But like I think I only played like two days this week. Ah, I see. Yeah, I played like the twenty first and the twenty third, but I haven't played like games every day. Yeah, yeah,
0: we we usually measure games by the number of days we play
1: also also everyone knows the 23rd <laughs> and the 21st are days that you don't count towards your league game count okay fuck both of you <laughs>
2: um anyway that's uh i guess that's pretty much my week also uh we recorded the patreon show i'm sure you'll mention it but uh that was the thing i did this week and that's all i have for my week so i'll hand it over to you nick
0: pog uh i think i am plus two games in d1 so d1 30 points ish 31 points i think which is also my all-time high um so that's pretty exciting but what else did i do um i got 99 fishing on runescape which is pretty cool (laughs) and not relevant to the podcast at all um i don't know if i've done anything else this week
1: sounds like a fun week man
0: Sounds like a fun week. Hey, I think I'm going to swear off um, uh, Ultimate Spellbook unless we, like, we have a lot of people to play because holy fuck, the people that like play that game by themselves are absolute lunatics.
1: <laughs> tomorrow, uh, they like the patch day tomorrow, they're yeah, the thing where sometimes all. you get random fun game modes and sometimes you're sad yeah, because you
0: get regular game mode. I'm glad I have to play 50 games to get one of them and not just like... I wonder
1: if the ratio of it is like one in three, I don't think that's a big deal.
0: Yeah, it, would, it, it depends on the ratio for sure. If it's like really 1 in sure. 20, go fuck <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Yeah. yeah, it's rough. It's rough. But um, yeah, I think uh, otherwise that's pretty much it. So let's just get into the show, shall we? Yeah. We've got one new patron, Koi the Monkey Boy. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for supporting us. Um, Thanks. Let's talk about Leakhouse News, Aiden.
1: Uh, Colton did the patron show where we talked about fucking L, uh, like uh, professional league logos that's already up on patreon for one dollar if you're interested or if you're not as interested it will be up uh, for freezies in a uh, one month's time on our youtube channel if you're not interested go hug yourself <laughs> yeah, go yeah. Yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah it, it was fun to record i, I had a blast yeah it that. was a lot of fun uh, it was yeah then...
2: it was wild just seeing all these logos for teams i had never heard of god <laughs> being bless like... Frank Esports. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah, Uh, Um, it was was a lot of fun, though. So that's up there if if you're interested. Uh, Next month, I'm doing the fucking trivia thing, which uh, we need a date for, which I'm going to talk to you guys about. But the idea is we're going to get up to 100 listeners in a Discord um, on a single night. We're going to do single elimination trivia until we have a winner and we're going to have a fucking prize oh um, yeah spoiler my fucking thing's gonna have a prize nick but i haven't told you guys what i'm taking <laughs> out of the link cast funds but i think it'd be fun if it was like a, yeah it was like i don't know like a 50 prize or maybe like it'll be yeah, like it'll an be ultimate skin or who knows we'll figure out what we're gonna do um but it's gonna be single elimination trivia where you just you, you come on for the time and we're gonna fucking uh do some trivia i think i'm gonna post something in the patron because hey it's not patreon content that's kind of anyone content which is fair i think what i'm gonna do, gonna do is i'm gonna uh, have a thread in our patreon uh, either patreon discord and on our um, actual patreon like patreon.com slash leakass where you can suggest questions meaning if you suggest a question and it's in the thing guess what you're probably gonna get the fucking question right uh is the idea so Ooh,
0: i like
2: that
1: it'd be kind Ooh. of Ooh. kind of funny if they got it wrong though yeah it'll yeah, really pay to win but uh it'll be fun i'm really excited for that
2: nice um awesome should we just talk about the the patch notes
1: Uh, I think there's nothing else that we need to do before that. There might be something, but I don't, I I just
2: want to, I guess, uh, since we're doing lead cast news announce again, I'll be at the LCS finals in Chicago both days. Uh, if you're going to be there, if you're just going to be in the area, I'll be around if you want to say, Hey, meet up or something. You can message me on discord or however you want to get in touch. Uh, hopefully I will see some of you guys there. Hell
0: yeah. Nice. Hopefully, uh hopefully we get a bunch of people out to uh to hang out. Um awesome. Patch twelve sixteen. Uh first up is Udir. Hey, his rework is coming this patch, so I'm not sure if it's quite out yet, but it will be. If it's not.
1: <laughs> cool. Hell Caitlin. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm really excited for the new guy work, by the way. Me too. We'll talk about him in a little bit when we talk about Spirit Guard Udir and like the thing, but uh he's re- he's really, really cool. Um I do think it's funny that they're charging five RP for uh I think so too. I was gonna the, I was gonna like, mention that the icons <laughs> or whatever. But
0: so there's some Spirit Guard Oudir icons and um some new ones as well. So the old version, every like you can still have if you purchase the Spirit Guard Oudir before this patch, I guess. But there are some new Spirit Guard Udir icons that if you own Spirit Guard Udir, you have to buy them for five RP each. <laughs> it is just is really it funny. five RP
2: <laughs> each or like one each for a total of five?
0: Oh.
1: That, you know, it is unclear. It is
0: unclear. Yeah. You'll automatically get the ones when you buy Spirit Guard Udir, And if you own him already, you can pick them up in the store for five RP.
1: Yeah. It's, it either it's... And there's... Oh, is there it's five a, icons or is there four? Uh, there's probably five, because it's probably
0: based
2: It says we're five. introducing a set of five new icons, yeah. Cool. Okay, that's probably one inch <laughs> then. It better uh, be.
1: That's funny. Um, I'm only only going to buy fucking boar. Um, but anyways, <laughs> let's uh, keep going in the patch. So, Caitlyn's getting some changes. A, uh, passive AD ratio increased. Arna has bonus damage that scales the crit chance. I don't think it changes her at all, but it's a, it's a cool idea.
0: It's like a, a nice little slight um buff. The the passive headshot um damage is really nice, actually. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's not gonna be crazy, but it it, it is a buff. Yeah, I mean, also
0: think it's supposed to it's supposed to incent like disincentivize her going crit, which or I'm sorry, lethality, which she had gone you know primarily before this.
1: Can mm-hmm. they de-incentivize her just fucking ulting someone at the beginning of every fight? I mean,
2: maybe, maybe <laughs> not. If now that our old skills with crit, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the only way to make it. Uh, to make that worse is to like give it execute damage, but I doubt they're gonna do that. Nah, <laughs> you no, know
0: you know what? you know what? Rice should do with Caitlyn's ultimate, and they're too scared to. Uh, they should make it like Yumi Q, where after you shoot it, it follows your mouse, uh, indefinitely.
1: <laughs> That'd be sick, actually.
0: Yeah, no. like, unironically, it'd be you for sick.
2: <laughs> uh, up next, we've got Diana. Passive cleave damage is decreased, and the EAP scaling is increased. So overall, I'd call this a nerf. But
0: this is this is a nerf to tank Diana, a bruiser yeah. AP, whatever you want to call it, and a buff to like AP Diana. I think
1: it's not really though, because her passive doesn't scale with anything, which seems like a like they probably should have made it like scale with AP. Like they should have buffed the AP ratio or whatever on it.
2: What well, the the cleave? No, the, the cleave has the same AP ratio. As that's what good. I mean. But
1: like you'd assume it, how it would have more if it's supposed to incentivize AP. Yeah, that's
0: true. The, whereas the base damage would be go lower and the AP would go higher.
1: They're trying to incentivize AP play, but what they did was made it so that E has a five percent higher ratio. Yeah. Which how much AP do you get on Diana? Well, in a game
0: yeah i mean even if you have 500 ap you know it's a, it's a nerf no matter what, is what i'm trying damage. to say. you know what i mean
1: like yeah it, it's not really ap like a buff it's like you have to have like over 500 ap or whatever to m- make it equal damage mm-hmm. i guess you use multiple E's in a fight is the idea but i don't know at it, least two right yeah it's very strange
0: um it is strange yeah uh draven is up next his q base damage is decreased by five at all ranks poggers that's cool. what i thought this character needed
1: Hyrelia's base magic resist is increased and her armor per level is increased i like that
0: i uh, i really don't like playing in sorelia i'll say it
1: i think she's like one of the <laughs> most skillful characters in the game though i think so she I, I
0: think she is too but i think people are really fucking good at this game <laughs> and it, it, it makes me upset <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: yeah uh, up next, we've got Jace. Hammer form Q damage increased. Hammer form E damage uh, is also increased. And that's the percentage health damage has gone up.
1: Nice. Cool. Um, Kaisa's getting a lot of changes. Passive on hit damage increased. Q AP scaling increased. R AP scaling increased. Uh, this is something that I always like to bring up when there's placebo buffs. Her R change. When have you ever seen a Kaisa R in and then her entire shield gets eaten? Never, yeah. Buffing the fucking very shield of her R isn't actually a buff. You know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a small one compared to some other th- other stuff they could have buffed. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It, I mean, like, it's fine to like see with buffs because like people play characters when they get patch notes and stuff like that. But the, the R mm-hmm. change is not <laughs> a buff by any means. <laughs> like, you yeah, know I mean? that's fair. There's just It's, yeah, it's very
2: very rare that the Kai'Sa shield actually gets eaten through, and. I mean, I, I guess they're just buffing all of her AP shit, which I don't like cuz I don't want AP Kai'Sa back, but
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But Yeah, cool. but they're, they're they're not buffing W, yeah. which is the, good, the big issue. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nice. Uh Malphite passive cooldown is decreased early and his W cooldown now decreases with
2: rank. Hell yeah. Buff Malphite even more uh poppy q damage to minions and monsters decreased she's too strong uh nerfs to
0: jungle poppy i i do think like she's cracked in the jungle and competitive she (laughs)
2: is i i played against a poppy that absolutely took over our game
0: is it is it incorrect to say i think contracts is the best poppy in in nalcs i
1: think most poppies in nalcs blow wiener (laughs) yeah except contracts (laughs) yeah um it's, it's, it's good, though. I'm glad they're not nerfing top along with this. Because I think her top lane is pretty yeah, balanced, me too. if not weak, um, currently. I would, so. Yeah, I would say it's probably pretty bad. Yeah. Um, next is Tristana, who's getting her Q bonus attack speed increase, which is nice. That's, it's, like, dude, this is... A, I hate when they... Okay, I don't hate it. I, it's changes like this scare me of mid Tristana is, like, the only thing.
0: Yeah, I am I am oh. a bit concerned because... 65% I feel like like she's, is a lot. I feel like she's already pretty playable um and having Mm -hmm. 125 attack speed at what level 13 yeah Uh, but it's pretty crazy it's
1: a big steroid
0: it's a very
1: big steroid
2: cool but we'll see what happens Um, next we've got yumi e bonus movement speed scales less with ap and the cooldown is increased so some more nerfs for yumi
0: all right zary her q ad scaling is decreased the w ad AP scaling is decreased as well
1: (laughs) another zary nerf wow um it's probably good um next
0: this is a a pretty small one though to be honest yeah it's fine um next is zoe i
1: fucking love this change but how long have i been playing fucking support zoe I, I've been talking about it for fucking weeks. Um, you have so, been. <laughs> uh Zoe's W is adjusted. Her E base damage is increased. And her AP scaling is increased. And the pop damage is increased. The biggest thing to take away from this is E is like a way stronger like, ability now. And her W now drops the orbs if allies kill the minions with the orbs. If she's in range. So yeah, like, you can play her support. And you don't have to eat the minions. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, dude, it's so fucking. I already think this character is so sick. Because, like, the, the main thing is I think it works better, like, the lower ELO you are. But. All you have to do is you play it, level two or level three, whatever your spike is uh, for your AD carry, you just flash bubble their AD carry. like
0: Yeah, do you just not
1: take Q then? Uh, I start Q two? usually, um, but like, it's usually level three is your spike, but that being said, you don't really need okay. to pick up their flash all the time, um, but like just flash bubbling, like you immediately pull their AD carry's flash, like they have to flash it or they die, um, and if you're level three and you have W, uh, you get to just get another flashback, like nice it's it's so fucking good man yeah it sounds correct yeah. and it's, i mean like
2: I, f- I think it's really really good for support but it's also just helpful for like mid or really any other iteration of zoe like mm-hmm. mid to late game team fights where like the ad carries probably the one clearing the wave it's like oh cool she can still get this the uh summoner spell or item like I still kind of hate her W because mm-hmm. sometimes yeah, when you're playing mid versus Zoe, it's just like, "Oh cool, she got this ridiculously good one at level two or like mm-hmm. she got a ignite and just like walks up and ignites you. You're like, fuck you, that's not
1: dude. When that's you get redemption great. off like first wave, yeah, oof, <laughs> so stupid, but it's good. um,
2: but yeah, thanks nice little quality of life for Zoe and last champion change Zyra the E adjust um, so the. <laughs> The precast lockout is now normalized to 0.15 instead of being kind of variable.
1: It's crazy uh, that there's still variable
2: they would, shit in the
0: game. It's crazy they would break Zyra like this, make her the mm-hmm. best character in the game. Are, like, is she really like that scary to to give some like quality
1: of life buffs to? I mean like, I said that this? for a while. I think when we did our Zed talks for Zed characters, I said they need to remove our uh, Zyra's cast animations. I, I think she might be too strong. Th- like cast animation is completely removed, but it would make her Fair feel enough. not like shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just weird that like we can see, I'll, I'll just use Zarya as an example, get like nine changes in 12 patches. And then when's the last time Zyra what like had, had major like changes, you know? Yeah. It seemed, I don't know. It seems weird. When they it's
2: switched weird. her passive from turning into a plant and shooting one more <laughs> big attack.
0: But like maybe, or I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Um. Cool. The only item being changed is eight, uh, Evan Troud, You get one more second of the, the debuff, I guess, and then it's 1% more effective. So the item's still pretty bad, I would say.
1: Yeah, so it was... It, you was play it was very strong on release when it was 5 seconds and 12%. Mm-hmm. And they nerfed it to 4 seconds and 9%. Um, so this is giving it a little bit power back. It probably, like the reality is, it could probably be five seconds, twelve percent. It would probably be balanced. I just think it was one of those things that when it's new, it's probably being overused and over like, yeah, kind of like oh sure. my god, this thing's this thing's so strong. When I don't think it was probably that strong to begin with. But uh it, we'll probably see one more buff in the next couple patches for it. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Dude, can uh, we uh, quickly quick talk about the yeah? Can, <laughs> yeah, we can do
0: a uh, we can do
1: like a pretty big overview. Uh, they're fucking just... Tur- Dude, they need to figure out what they're doing with ARAM, man. Why do some characters get plus 20, minus 20? LeBlanc is back to plus 20, minus 20.
0: Yeah, I, that's that's definitely what I was going to bring up. I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's, a, it's so much, actually.
1: I mean, it's obviously because, like, in general, ARAM is a very casual game mode, which therefore attracts typically a larger percentage of the player base, which obviously if you're tracking a larger percent of the player base, it's probably gonna skew lower ELO. You can just say Uh, they suck. Which which just means you're probably piloting characters like Akali or um LeBlanc, maybe worse than I would say most people, therefore you need damage buffs, right? Whereas Mm -hmm. if if I don't know, fucking Colton picks up LeBlanc and aram and he gets plus twenty, minus twenty, he's just gonna shit on people. (laughs) The game's over I don't know. I was saying on our Discord like I used to play a lot of 1v1 ARM tournaments. All, every single OP 1v1 ARM character just got rebuffed this patch. Um Akali, yeah. LeBlanc, um Nocturne, Trindamir, Zed, all of them are fucking like plus 15 minus 15 or better like now. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And then like Sona is going from <laughs> what having minus 40% healing and shielding to zero now. So it's that just has to be, it's just that has her- to be a natural. mistake, right?
2: No, so that's that's saying it's not minus forty; it's just plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, that's a mistake, right? Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's it's no crazy. world in which that's a good idea. I, I love that they uh, buffed Pike as well. So now he's plus ten for damage dealt, minus fifteen damage taken. Like Pike's not super good. Yeah. But also, weird. like,
0: like Pike needs the the damage dealt when he's just executing based on a flat like mm-hmm. health. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's,
1: weird. it's okay though, guys. Malakai does minus twenty percent, and he takes Tet plus ten percent now, so everything's <laughs> <Thank> fixed. Right?
2: <Christ. laughs> they uh, they also buffed Guardians Orb, but nerfed Guardians Hammer. How is guys pretty gross? How justice for is... Hammer.
0: Okay, but uh, how was Guardian Horn not? not yeah, guardian's Guardian Horn is the best one by like a lot. But... If you're a melee champion, please buy it. It doesn't matter what melee champion you're playing; like, it's so disgusting. If you're in an
2: any champion, honestly, like... I mean,
1: Orb is the worst though, so I'm glad they're at least realizing. Orb or, or, is the worst.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then, hey, Bard gets more chimes. That's pretty dope.
1: Yeah. And only other thing is that, yeah, we mentioned it kind of as like a little bit uh, on the beginning of the show, but One for All um, is coming to Ultimate Spellbook sometimes. <laughs> so yeah. in a quote unquote small change. chance of games, you will get a One for All Ultimate Spellbook. So, what a
0: what a terrible way to do that in my humble yeah, opinion. Yeah, just
1: make it so like it, it's like, it, I don't know. It's so fucking weird. Maybe just make it so it's a vote or something at the end of the game or I don't know it's very strange or,
0: or just implement it permanently. Yeah, just make it so like, like hey just, we had our, make it, our month
1: of uh, yeah. ultimate spellbook and now we're going to do a month of one for all ultimate spellbook.
0: Yeah, like why is that not I don't know. Well, I don't know why that's not just the 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 case, you know? It's yeah. Very strange to me, I would I would say. Cool. Anyway, uh, and then Fizz is getting a visual update uh, and we've got five skins, I guess four skins in a prestige edition project Lucian uh, armored,
1: three
0: <laughs> armored titan NASA, cyber halo janna strike commander camille strike paladin Lucian, and prestige cyber halo janna that's cool, cool. um i feel like it doesn't look like league of legends but yeah it's, <laughs> <wrong>. it's funny <laughs> um cool that's the yeah. patch you want to tell us about the Udir ultimate skin blog.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's really interesting. They pretty well just said like hey, uh remaking Udir's ultimate skin was a fucking nightmare. Um That's I remember funny. during the dev process they were saying, "Hey, we've done every skin and we think the ultimate skin is going to take as long as every other skin combined <laughs> to remake." <laughs> um but it's cool. They they're keeping old Spirit Guard Udir um similar to like the, how he was previously, where all of his uh, forms are going to be the animals they were before. So it's still going to be um, bear, tiger, turtle, phoenix, uh, versus mm-hmm. the now um, bear, ram, phoenix, and Bore. boar. Boar. Yeah. The Bore. only change is mm-hmm. um, the color palette for um, uh, tiger and bear are going to be swapped because it, it would be confusing if... Um, Bear was originally blue and it was the stun, but now Bear is the. What is Bear? No, Bear still Bear stun. became
2: ah. basically Tiger. Yeah. yeah. So they're yeah. switching tiger, it now man. to the orange to remind you that this is like your on hit attack speed one.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. um Either way, it's cool. It look, look, looks really, really good that they're keeping like the old form. I mean, the transformations look fucking amazing in this dev blog yeah, I'd recommend sick. anyone who's a fan of did to check this shit out. It looks fucking awesome. Um, I'm really happy with this man. Like, I- I'm not a huge Udiar fan, but like, it looks like they put so much fucking effort into this.
0: Yeah, honestly, that's how I feel too. Uh, like, I-, I mean, I am a New Deer fan, but God, this looks so crazy sick. Like, yeah. anytime that anytime someone like I guess puts out that right doesn't really care about like skins and things like this. Like, I don't know. I, w- I would point them to this and and see and and see how they respond
1: they they uh, have like a thing where they like uh talk about how much like um like uh, mem- memory budgets allocated to each skin um so they're like champions are allotted uh, 20 megabytes of memory epic skins are 25 to 26 the legendary are 26 to 27 and ultimate skins get a max of 28 megabits of memory uh, and then they show a screenshot of Udir and it's it's 44 <laughs> and they're like, uh, oh yeah, uh, so they had to like cut down costs and stuff to like figure out how to get them in that memory budget. Um, that's why people like always say like, hey, why can't we have like ultimate skins like um, Lux every year? The Elementalist Lux or whatever. Right. Um, and it's because she has way a way higher memory budget than they want, meaning that in a world where. They have a bunch of these ultimate skins. There's a world which it fucking just breaks the game because you have too mu- too mm-hmm. much memory like allocation between all these like skins and stuff. So that's why we probably won't see skins like uh, Spirit Guard Udyr or like Elementals Lux and shit anymore um, mm-hmm. because they just fucking they just don't work with the game. Uh, it just fucking would break people's computers and shit.
0: Which is really wild. Like I maybe there are too many skins, but I feel like you could preload most of the stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean the game just has to run on fucking like. Little tiny baby bitch computers is the biggest I issue. Right
2: yeah, there. I I think that like they they certainly could allocate more and it would be fine for majority of players, but like they want the game to be playable on the TiE two, so <laughs> mm-hmm. they they don't do that.
1: Yeah, he's he's really cool. Though. I'm I'm so excited with this. I love all his new splash arts. I'm I'm very excited for Udyr. I'm not I'm not even an Udyr player, and I f- fucking think he's so cool hmm
0: for sure it's gonna be dope hell yeah awesome let's move on to the story
1: yeah, yeah this one's from like a month ago but it just came in fucking finally like, like jock was like jock told me Weird. like a month ago, he's like hey did you get my like story? and i looked for it every fucking week and it finally <laughs> popped up so
2: um so yeah we have five star review from jock grande who says awesome show five stars only League podcast I listen to. I don't care about LCS or any of that jazz. I love getting to listen to all the patch notes while I drive to work instead of having to take time out of my day to read them. I have great recommendations on some off-meta champion roles and builds. Also interesting that you can write in an email with a question or comment and they will discuss it. As a Patreon supporter, I appreciate having my summoner name read out once a month. Sorry for the long review. Keep up the great work, guys. We've read this review before.
1: Have we? Have we? I 100% we've read this before. All I know is like I'm three weeks ago, <laughs> he asked me, hey, where the fuck's my review, homie? And I said, <laughs> I don't know. And then I finally saw it and I was like, this is the one. So uh, either he's duping me or you're duping me cold. It might have been do. last
2: week that Nick read it. Maybe yeah, I wasn't listening, yeah. It, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> be, we'll read it, it would twice. would be accurate. Now it's 10 yeah, stars. Right.
1: Hell yeah. True. Fuck. Cool. Want to talk about Competitive Lee for a little bit?
0: Hey, let's do it. Um... Do we want to? I guess give a breakdown of, of I it's it's only LCS that has yeah LEC starts weekend, this right?
1: weekend. So that's what I just wanted to like be a preview. We've already kind of previewed it I guess a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, last week I think. But yeah, but yeah, we can like preview um, LCS because um, we had two best fives this past weekend, yeah. and we're gonna have four this upcoming weekend, which I'm very excited for.
0: Yeah. So uh, last weekend it was Cloud9, CLG, Cloud9, one, three, two. Uh, and then we had Team Liquid uh, versus FlyQuest, and it was a three-one for Team Liquid. Um, I think Cloud9 CLG was one of the most entertaining like series that the LCS has had in a very long time. Maybe as a biased I, CLG fan, I just thought the games were fun to watch, like just period.
1: I, I've been like, we had this discussion like a long time ago with the Azale tweet about like, hey, everyone's too critical about shit, and our counterpoint was, hey, fucking casters are weirdly critical about shit. Um, mm-hmm. But like, dude, if you just don't want to if you just don't flame everything and say everything's bad dude everything's more enjoyable to watch like any any fucking esport that you watch if you don't just be like holy fuck that team fucking terrible like yeah fucking throw dude shit's just way more enjoyable like dude fucking watch like melee or look at the discourse around melee sets dude people don't go like okay occasionally people like play like shit and they'll be like oh my god that guy played like shit but I would say 99% of the time even if it's a sloppy set people will be like holy fuck that was so fucking hype and Mm -hmm. it's just so much more enjoyable to fucking watch the game like that
0: yeah, it's like you get the like you the 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 focus is on the like hype positives versus like the the negatives that while they do exist are less fun to to talk about and and consume.
1: Yeah, like if you so I I think the overall like match threads on Reddit are like all right for discussion, but if you look at the like after game thread, like after game 1, after game 2, after game 3, yeah, for like, sure. Every single comment is just flaming whatever team lost for something you know what i mean and it's, like, it's
0: just like yeah it becomes like this this like cesspool of coulda shoulda woulda
1: yeah like it's it's weird and, like, I, I I mean, once again, I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm sure, like, we can't, we do shit on stuff, too. Like, even if, like, we had a... Yeah, all of 100%. us were live typing while we were watching the CLG Cloud9 Gazette. And I'm sure we obviously were like, holy fuck, like, did that Luger play? Holy shit. Um, yeah, I
0: was flaming the fuck out of Bella Fox
1: That being said, like, just being excited and fucking enjoying stuff is so much more enjoyable, man. Like, if you're yeah. someone who, like, is really critical of content, try to, like, just enjoy it a little bit more. And I, dude, I think your enjoyment of, like, League of Legends as a whole will just increase. Like... I I had a fucking blast watching that set. Yeah, that that's how I
0: feel too. Like it, it my my team lost, and it, it's like a series that I will go back to and and watch again because it was just like when, once you put aside the the like, wow, these teams are not playing the highest quality League of Legends. Like you put away that mindset and and just do it to like, wow, this is a fucking fun series to watch. Uh, like mistakes were made in both sides, and I think it just led to. Like the series being more entertaining. I mean, watching sure. CL watching CLG throw after getting leads, but then watching Jensen TP into like into CLG's team fight <laughs> was it was so funny. Like, it's just so fun to to consume it that way versus like, well, uh, C9 made a mistake. Might as well like why why even bother? This is what the teams are playing like. These guys make oh, wow.
2: mistakes. They're bad players. I could do better than that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Once again, I, I don't want to say that we're perfect by any means. I just think it's yeah, it's for sure. overall an enjoyable way to consume content. If you're if you're like once again, I, I was someone who's very critical. Like I think the first time I ever thought about this was watching Mango Zane at Smash Summit eight or seven. Mm. And I was like, Holy fuck, that was a sloppy set, right? I was like fucking Christ And I went and took a look at the thread and there is zero comments in that entire match thread saying about the game of sloppy. Interesting. It was just people excited about it. I was like, fuck, that seems like a way more enjoyable way to consume this. <laughs> like Yeah. This is way more fun.
2: Yeah, so. I, I, I feel like that's something that I see so often with like media, like film and TV shows where people get so critical and it's like, but do you like it anymore? Like, do, do you ever enjoy anything you watch? Or are you just constantly looking for things
1: to hate on? Mm-hmm. and it's fine to be critical like people consume yeah. content in different ways like i remember like this is like a, a really fucking old thing from like an old 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 rooster teeth podcast like when i used to like listen to that stuff where mm-hmm. it was the co-founder of the company um talking about how every single week they would release their show and then there'd be this one guy who'd show up on their website was red versus blue right like fucking old, yeah, old red yeah, versus blue. Yeah. and he would just fucking nitpick everything about the episode right Oof. and he's like mm-hmm. it's like why the fuck is like this guy doing this and at some point you do realize hey people enjoy content in different ways right that guy obviously ha- gets some level of enjoyment about nitpicking shit and if if you want to fucking shit on teams and that's that's how you enjoy your lcs content sure i just think that in general a lot of people would get more enjoyment out of the way they consume content if they were a little less critical about it and just were more, mm-hmm. more of an enter looked at it as an entertainment product but
0: yeah i do think like on the flip side like we should acknowledge that i i think that people tend to criticize the things that they really care about yep um which like people really care about you know their lcs teams and and the quality of north american mm-hmm. legends but like at some point you have to realize that yeah and probably never going to compete on an international level and that's okay because mm-hmm. the the product is entertaining and there's no reason it it shouldn't be or can't be yeah for sure so
1: that's yeah, great um i guess upcoming weeks uh for this i think it's thursday friday saturday sunday are games this week um it, i'm really excited it's going to be eg versus cloud nine 100 thieves versus team liquid FlyQuest versus tsm and clg versus golden guardians are you guys interested in any of those games i'm gonna watch them all but like are you i, I honestly think
0: i think every series except maybe FlyQuest tsm is going to be pretty interesting yeah um at least for me i well i i also like if you're not a CLG fan, I don't imagine that... Yeah, CLG should throw that. be that. Uh, <laughs> they should. However, I also... I, I feel like I'm kind of expecting them to, to lose. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they're going to be really entertaining. I think, um, like, Team Liquid 100 Thieves is probably the closest
1: matchup. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I guess it really depends on, like, which Cloud9 shows up. You know? Yeah. Because at, at some points during their series with CLG. I thought they looked like the best team in North America and then other times I don't think they Dude, Sven very fucking
1: zone using Silas ult like three times in a row. It was
0: so it was so funny every time. I'm not sure if you saw Colton. Um no, I haven't so, watched it yet. <laughs> so
1: Silas can so, steal ults and Sven is playing Amumu. So Sven realizes that if Silas Silas wants to Moo Amumu, ult, so that's ult from to steal, but if Silas grabs it it's a projectile and then you can zone it and it puts Silas ult on cooldown. Right? Mm-hmm. So he does it,, <laughs> and then they like wait around to so well, he, wait, he would on, just burn yeah go ahead Colton, do you think do you think
0: if Silas does that, it puts Silas's cooldown for Amumu on cooldown, like do you think all right, so there's two cooldowns, right, one for Silas's ultimate, and then one for Silas stealing yeah, and Amumu's one for character to steal do you think if you zone use the projectile, it puts the Amumu ultimate on cooldown,
2: probably.
0: <laughs> it does not yeah. so the team fights ended up being like zven would waste uh w- i'm sorry not waste at the time would use Zonia's uh on a Mumu, and then the team fight would just wait like they would they would position for mm. like 15 or 20 seconds it would take for silas alt to come back up and then he would just steal <laughs> it right away
1: <laughs> and it's like okay so like the idea there is fine because when silas alt is rank one rank two it's i think it's like a minute it's and then long. like mm. 40 seconds plus c obviously but when yeah. he gets to rank 16 it's 15 seconds like yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't zone you as those man <laughs> yeah. oh it was so funny oh man but it, it was fun i i really enjoyed it so i'm hoping i'm excited for this week so
0: yeah cool Should be pretty fun uh over in the lec it's also starting correct
1: yeah, we talked about it a little bit last week with um, Lucas, um, but yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. be Misfits G two, Rogue Mad, and XL Fanatic. Um The biggest thing to watch here is the lower bracket of X, uh, XL Fanatic. Um because I guess I guess so. G two is the only team that's currently qualified um, for Worlds. And based if on well, points.
0: well, if Misfits wins, right? Doesn't that automatically fill out three of the four? Teams? It's something crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a little it's, ridiculous. It's wild. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but like the reality, I think. Like I mean, Fnatic and Excel are both like on the like their lifeline here. They have to win their game to even be in contention to get the spot. Um, yeah. So that's probably the most interesting match. Um, it is weird because you have so many teams just like coasting because they have enough points. Like GT is already qualified and they haven't played a fucking best of five yet, right? I know. Um,
0: mm-hmm. And they also finished like what? What did they finish fourth?
1: Uh, they finished. Um, let's see. They finished. Fir- they, finished first. Um, oh, they finished first.
0: Oh, they finished first.
1: It's really, really okay, close I'm though because they finished twelve and uh, twelve and six. And outside I of um, like, uh, so t- they're first with twelve and six. Team Vitality is nine and ten in their seventh. Like, like Holy that. that it, it's it's really, really close, right? It's within like three wins That's for insane. like all these teams. Um, yeah. Huh but i'm I'm excited those will be fun um i'm very excited and i've also been watching fucking lpl and lck dude i've been watching lpl every morning (laughs) lpl's been really really fun it's the most fun region to watch right now i think but i agree i'm hoping lng makes a loser's bracket run here um that'd be fun yeah but (laughs) they're my team for sure oh i see (laughs) nice but yeah it's cool
0: awesome uh what is next we want to talk about um oh you want to talk about the lec spot
1: i do yeah so rogue is selling 60 percent of its lec spot to koi um for 20 million euros which is 20 million us right now because the fucking conversion is crazy um Mm -hmm. and so once again i don't think we're experts here that being said i think based on the what i saw on twitter reddit uh discord etc there is a little bit of a there's not people don't understand what this means i guess um And I feel like I can clear it up a little bit. Like, once again, I'm not an expert by any means, but I think I have a bit of a better understanding. So, Teams bought into LEC for 10 million euros. Okay? Um, Mm -hmm. And... Uh, obviously, like what Schalke sold their spot a couple of years ago. A couple of teams have been selling their spots for like twenty million dollars or something like that, or twenty million euros. I'm just gonna say dollars over and over, um, sure. which obviously is an increased investment. That's how most teams operate in LEC and LCS, Esports and franchise leagues. Is unless you're in it for the long run, you're you're planning to sell it off to. Uh, we've talked about this like a lot of to- a lot of time in franchise, like even like regular sports. It- it's pretty well just billionaires having teams as like a status thing right like think about yeah, how many fucking nfl yeah. teams are just fucking billionaires that just have a team right Because that, that you'd have fucking infinite money um mm-hmm. obviously a lot of ls uh like competitive leagues kind of moving towards that um so you'll you'll see teams selling their spots for um, obviously profit um so obviously teams have been selling their full spots rogue however sold 60 percent of their spot to koi um uh, it's currently pending Obviously pending Riot stuff um, But this is very interesting And people are like Why the fuck would ro- Rogue sell 60% out of the spot They have no like um, Control over the team anymore right it, It's probably going to be renamed to Koi Or it's going to be renamed to some sort of joint Like Koi Rogue or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they come up with um, why, why why would they do this Well first of all They bought in at 10 million And they're selling 60% out of the spot for 20 million They've already made yeah. an investment they've, they've already made profit on their investment that's, that's mm-hmm. crazy um, and they're, they're also still have a 60% share that they can sell at a later date for probably... I mean, it's a fucking... You mean a 40% like, share? Yeah, for they're, they're going to uh, probably... They hold on to 40% of their share. Um, they can probably sell that later for hopefully uh, a higher amount because it's fucking yeah. just... In, the inflation on fucking LEC spots because it's a limited quantity thing is it, just going to go up and up and up uh, unless mm-hmm. the leak crashes, of course. Um, so that's why you'd hold on to it. They don't... They also... I'm assuming in this deal, probably don't have to fucking have any operational costs, seeing as they don't have the controlling share, meaning they don't have to pay player salaries. They don't have to do all of this shit, meaning their costs are next to none now. It's literally just they have shares in a spot, probably, <laughs> which is fucking crazy. Like, this is like the best deal they could have fucking gotten. Uh, <laughs> like, they just cut all their operating costs to zero. Um, they still have a fucking inflating asset that they're gonna sell for millions later. I don't know how people are confused about Rogue's decision. Rogue's decision here is fucking brilliant, I think. Um,
0: yeah, I think so, so too. It seems really smart.
1: The other thing to note is why would Koi buy in or why would they only buy in with like a partial share, right? They have they have 60% of off. Why do not they buy in? Obviously, it costs them less. Um, if they have full controlling stake, it, it's fine by them. Uh, the interesting thing here uh, for Koi versus any other um, team we've seen is Koi is owned by Ebay. I'm not sure if you guys know who Ebay is. He's the no biggest idea. Spanish streamer in the world um mm-hmm. so this is interesting because this this mirrors what we could see in the future with someone like mr beast buying a team right mm. um i think there's fucking crazy things that a large influencer can do right obviously this is this kind of echoes what we we're talking about with like nfl teams and like just billionaires buying obviously it buys on a billionaire but he's like a multi-multi multi-millionaire right mm-hmm. buying sports teams as just things to have as like a fun thing right um not only is he a huge influencer and will bring people hopefully to lec as like viewers um but also it's a pretty good investment for him in the fact that potentially he can sell investments like uh sponsorship spots for his team on the back of hey we sponsor our team and we also sponsor the biggest streamer in the world right the biggest spanish streamer in the the world right um Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's a fucking interesting thing. And I think we're going to probably see if, if Riot's smart or if LCS teams are smart, Um, someone like MrBeast buy a team in fucking NA. Because, <laughs> um, dude, how fucking good would that be if one of the biggest YouTubers in the world buys a spot in NA, has sponsorships on their team that coincide with... Like bigger sponsor uh, uh, marketing, like sponsorships, um, on his own projects. Like, I-, I think it can only do positive things for the league when like huge influencers like buy into it. As long as it's managed properly, right? Like, if you just have fucking Jeff Bezos buy a team and he just fucking does whatever with it, it's not like he's going to bring in any attention. But I think a huge streamer buying a team is fucking massive for uh like well, overall leagues.
0: I mean, that's just the idea of like sponsorships and in like brand deals in general, right? Like, there's yeah. a reason that. Shaquille O'Neal is the face of Papa John's pizza Mm -hmm. and the general insurance and that fucking like gold bond foot medication and like so many other things like getting someone who other people are excited about and you know a face that's recognizable is just super beneficial for you know for your brand as a whole
1: it just seems like this whole thing seems awesome I I don't know people are like weird about it they're like i I thought fucking rogue would want to keep a team dude they've just made a profit and they're sitting on more potential profit like it makes so much sense for rogue to sell it makes so much sense for koi to buy um i I think this is gonna be great i I hope we see more like things like this happen i think influencers could really help the growth of league in uh the west uh, like overall Mm -hmm. i I think it's the right way to go so hopefully yeah
2: Yeah. i i think that I'm i'm definitely with you there. I would really hope if and probably when that happens that Riot doesn't get in the way, mm-hmm. um, b- because like I I would absolutely expect that to be a thing where it's like okay let's say Mr. Beats did buy a team, like he would want to like at some point like either play with them or like have like a weird invitational and like do outside of LCS things probably, and I just hope that they don't get in the way of that. Right where it's yeah. like seasons over. Can we can we have like a weird like goofy international tournament that counts for nothing? No, you can't take the players out of our <laughs> ecosystem.
1: Yeah, for sure. They, uh, like the reality is like people like this could really benefit LEC and LCS, um, and I think Riot typically is pretty locked down on the way they handle stuff like this. And I hope they can at least see the value in uh like how how stuff like this what it can bring to the league. The league. So we'll see. I'm excited yeah. though. I think this is fucking awesome. I, I this is like really, really good news. Um, in my opinion, for like the health of the league, other than the I fact that it's fucking it costs a shitload of money to buy an asset that doesn't actually have any tangible value, other than the fact that someone else might buy it for more later. Um, mm-hmm. that's the only like weird thing. But that's fucking with anything like that. that's just kind of <laughs>
0: business in general, isn't it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> cool. Um.
0: Do you want to move into a round table thing? talk a little bit more yeah oh, i'm sorry uh, no about uh, nordvpn
2: oh nice
1: yeah, yeah yes. we'll
2: do that first <laughs> uh this episode is sponsored by nordvpn who are coming at you again with their threat protection deal they've got three plans the standard the plus and the complete um with that complete plan you can get their awesome vpn service ultra fast servers in tons of countries tons of servers all over the place You'll be able to find one to get around geo-blocking, or just a quick uh, secure server to protect your web traffic. They've got uh, password generation and storage. They've got a file protection and encryption service with the complete package. And that is something you can get for a nice fat discount using our special link at nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. Um, you'll get again that. big yeah get that big discount you'll have a 30 day money back guarantee and you'll get a bonus month for free by using the link nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast uh, and again you know nordvpn has been a great sponsor for quite quite some time now and uh, they're they're keeping it up so thank you to nord and one more time that link nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast yes sir thank you thank you
1: thank you so much uh, let's nord. move into roundtable now yeah and before we do the round table i do want to apologize because i oh. forgot to add one of our fucking uh patrons to the list um who did it so i, I should notice that now but we'll shut them out next week either way um but x A- A- strong the fucking uh c- community game <laughs> gamer uh joined our patreon i just wanted to like shout that out because it's it's really awesome. really cool um but we'll, we'll shut them out again next week because i fucking forgot to add them to the list because i was busy today um, But anyways, yeah, so last week's question was what champion uh do you hope gets a mid scope update? We got a shitload of answers. People want lots of characters to get changed. Um from our Twitter, uh Tom uh Pabe says Warwick, he's so toxic with his healing as he shouldn't be able to follow someone through teleporting. (laughs) Sad face. Um and then look said Nocturne, he's not bad, but he used some modernization. I think Nocturne would be a cool rework. Yeah. Um Armist from our Discord said, "Ash, I feel like her power is dist- distributed weirdly at the moment. She's in a fine spot, but I feel like she could be better. Take some power away from her globals and her W, and put it back into her Q and passive, making her the kiting eighty character. Yeah, it's weird how fucking she's like a two ability character right now, especially when she's played." It's support.
0: also, it's also kind of insane that she hasn't been nerfed. Um, I I feel like this is like something that Riot explicitly has come out against. Um, like a a character being played outside of their intended role. Yeah. Um, which like she's a, also
2: really good as just an actual Lady carry right now.
0: I don't think she's the worst. It's just like I, I don't know. She she's just so much better in the support role. I feel like.
1: Yeah, no, I I see what you mean. Like I, I also think it's like one of those things where I don't say she's overpowered in the support role. She's just yeah, not fun to play against and kind of weird and kind of goes against riot's shit as like Nico saying yeah. Uh, anyways, next is from bbbbbb. Uh, they say I feel like Mundo could easily use a mid scope uh, update. Even uh, after his rework, <laughs> he tends to fall a little bit flat compared to the rest of the cast. and I feel like some tweaking to some of his abilities, especially his W, would help out a bunch. I hate the fact that he just kind of throws two abilities that look the exact same, but one of them goes through shit. That's so weird to me. But
2: yeah, yeah,
0: the the like auto attack thing.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's then a bit, it's a bit strange we got one from uh site who says you be give her an actual interesting gameplay force her out, uh, get forced to get off her W with a timer or by force draining mana to create short times where she's forced to interact. I like that. idea. like, it's slowly draining her mana to like be on people. That's kind of so cool. That's something that I
0: talked about in the discord. I, I feel like maybe it just costs a tremendous amount of mana for her to be on someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she has a tremendous amount of mana, like regeneration when she is off of someone yeah and and, sort of compensate also
2: just you know buff the mana she gets from the bopping block when she jumps off to hit people
1: Mm -hmm. dude what if she has her oh she has new resource so she has zero mana she has no mana cost so she can just (laughs) fucking spam shit but she Mm -hmm. has uh, something it's called like grippy 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 grab what about just like interest
0: like cats Uh, (laughs) cats get bored of stuff right (laughs) yeah
1: I was just thinking she has like a grip mechanic like a fucking hold on mechanic like any fucking like open open world game you know like she Breath runs of out Wild. of stamina
0: so she falls off the cliff yes
1: yeah, so you get have, have everyone's not have to jump off and like boop something to get your stamina back uh, mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> that's kind of fun that's actually that's not funny. that bad man that's kind of cool I don't hate it but it is it is kind of weird <laughs> uh, but anyways uh, that's a good answer um, next is from MGUH he says Zeri. she's OP on the enemy team and useless on my team I agree man I <laughs> Uh, and last but not least, Pards Bay, who says I think Morgana would be pretty cool to update. She seems kind of like the worst enchanter with the bla- uh, and the black shield is pretty niche. Would be interesting to see a different Q slash W, maybe an update to her ultimate. She is weird because she's an enchanter, in the fact that she, her her black shield's OP, and then the rest of her kit's not really it's so broken. Yeah, I I almost
0: feel like um uh, I don't know. She's I I do think she's still like pretty good jungle.
1: Uh yeah, she's me. being picked in pro play jungle mm-hmm. still, but it, it,
0: but it is weird that like her enchanter play style is pretty dead
1: <laughs> yeah i miss mid morano dude bring that back make it work
0: aiden you can do it
1: <laughs> it's definitely just bad you just unless you can i guess if, <laughs> yeah, if she has enough wave clear it's like all right i guess but she but definitely, definitely like has need...
2: enough wave clear to just like dump every wave but i feel like that's just not enough right now yeah yeah not when
0: other characters do that and then are more useful
1: you could probably build a comp around her being mid, but like it'd have to be like very specifically like having carries in, like jungle top sort of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's weird. Um, anyways, this week's roundtable question is similar to Smithy missing Sejul or Reggie holding blue card. What would your signature League of Legends move? Uh, what would be the signature League of Legends move named after you? There we go. Easy.
0: Uh, after I barred out someone, I immediately miss the stun. <laughs> That's the <laughs> <new character. laughs> I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Nick Cooper.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah.
2: This is tough for me because, like, there's... A, a lot of times we're all, like, fumble when I'm doing, like, flash and trying to blow all of my abilities at once. Um, we're all just, like, end up flashing t- the complete wrong direction because I meant to do it after I queued, but I did before I queued. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd, I'd say that probably just, like... D- flashing at the wrong time in the middle of, like, a combo and just completely biffing the flash.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I think mine would be, like, it's not just for a specific character, but, like, it's, like, finding really, really good engages in Fog of War like on characters specifically supports because I fucking understand support pathing like to it. Nick, every single time we play a game, I'm like, the support's yeah, going to be insane. here in like 10 seconds. And they are always mm-hmm. are. But the, the, the thing that makes it my play is that, um, I find those plays that are really, really good. Like a, a four man knock up out of fog of war, but then I die immediately. It's, it's like an <laughs> insane play, but like it, it's just a bad time to do it. And I fucking kill myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny.
1: If you like, if you're in LCS, do you see it? Like, Holy shit. He's hit a format. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> But <laughs> I yeah, like that. It'd be good. Uh, anyways, if you want to tell us what your signature League of Legends move would be, you can hit us up on our Facebook or our Twitter. That's at Leadcast. You can send us an email. Uh, uh, sorry, not on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> if you can send us an email, mail leakcastpodcast.com, or you can come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's slash uh, Leadcast.
0: Nice. Uh, let's move into Mail Fight. Our first email is from site who says, Hey guys, first of all, thank you for the amazing content and your active participation in the community. Community games are really amazing. Recently, I've seen the support sounds balanced in terms of win rate throughout the mid elo, but that higher elos still try to force engage supports when their item needs buffs. Most people have, uh, the take that supports get away with winning by being lazy and diamond two plus is a place where people really push the limits of the role. So my take is that they should balance the role around its potential in order to not make supports, um, ha as impactful as they currently are. So if you're not punish, if you're not pushing your role advantages, you get punished by that. Um, Thanks for always giving me other perspectives. Love your show, and sorry for the flood uh, sight.
1: I think the only like weird thing is I I don't know if there's a good way to do that. I guess um, I think the main strength of support comes from the fact that they get free gold for the first pre-rolled well two items of the game. Like their their early game gold is, it's very much like like it's like a fucking like stimulus you know what I mean it's just like (laughs) like, they just they automatically are going to get their two items because support items just fucking feed you gold right um yeah and that's a weird thing to bounce around because it's like if top lane plays like shit you you're just behind items all game if support if you play like shit support you still are going to get your thousand gold from your support item like no matter what like you're just gonna proc that. You might proc it maybe like five minutes slower, but you're gonna get it. It's guaranteed gold for your team. Yeah, I guess the, mm-hmm. the
0: alternative is, is though, like where else is your income coming from, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I I almost think it has to exist. Maybe like increase support item like costs a little bit to compensate for that. Um, but I I think this is in in re- response to our discussion about um like enchanters being really easy to play and people being rewarded for making like reactive plays versus proactive plays, Mm -hmm. um, which I think like is a like legitimate take and and something that a lot of people find to be frustrating, which is, you know, completely and totally fair. Um, But um, I I, I really don't know how you would make that better um, without like just gutting or not gutting maybe, but like pretty severely nerfing um, enchanter supports.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i also feel like i mean i I feel like it's pretty fine at the moment because like if one support is being impactful and, and one isn't and they're just like playing pocket yumi like the support that is moving around has the ability to really like carry the game and get their team ahead
0: yeah like, I, I think the so as someone who does play support and who I I mean I prefer engage supports I think they're really bad right now overall like in general yeah relatively um, yeah. I I feel like in my experience there is no benefit for me to make um to to like to make impactful engages when I can play an enchanter support and be just as impactful um, by waiting for the enemy to engage on on to to me or my carry mm-hmm. um now that's just like sort of how i feel and i imagine you know some other support players feel as well um but i don't know how to fix that to make engaged supports better because i do think like when engaged supports are better overall the the game is like in a in a healthier spot i
1: would say mm-hmm. i mean anything but, proactive is always like good for the game rather than reactive. yeah that, stuff, that's right? how i feel hmm yeah that's why stopwatch is like lame because in theory I think the idea of stopwatch is fine because you can go for like dives and and have really cool plays. It's just mm-hmm. most of the time stopwatch is you, someone engages on you, then you stopwatch it and they die. Like in that. Yeah, and you just way. wait for
0: you just wait for your team to to show up and bail you out. Yeah, like I mean, if there was I a
1: ref have... that like was able to say like, hey, you yeah. like, use <laughs> yeah. stopwatches aggressively, Dude, stopwatch would be a really cool item. But <laughs> yeah, for
0: sure, I agree. I agree. Unfortunate, unfortunate. Yeah. We don't have a stopwatch ref.
1: <laughs> that's what we need for league of legends right now
0: i do uh, think it would it would fix competitive though it'd be so fun Central dude you see so many dives <laughs> and game, shit game fixed only if they can be like really like over it and over the top like uh like a uh, soccer referees yeah right? yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah nice thanks site mm-hmm. next email is from akasha uh and he says hey guys just finished listening to the episode and your response to my email I had no idea people were buying iron accounts, so now at least I understand why it's such an issue, uh, referring to the botting of accounts. Uh, I would like to respond to a couple things you mentioned. I agree that normally someone would notice a bot on their team more than they would notice on the other team, but I guess I should have mentioned that I run Blitz, so I know at loading screen who the bots are if there are any. Uh, I'm well aware when I'm getting a free win as well as being handed an unavoidable loss. Uh, Although, since I sent that email yesterday, I haven't seen a single bot and am on, I think, a (laughs) 10-game win streak. I kind of detected a bit of disbelief when you read that I'm pretty sure I could make diamond without much practice. Just to clarify, that belief isn't stemming from the fact that I'm steamrolling games and iron, as long as there isn't a feeding bot. But from the fact that I've been a hardcore gamer for about 30 years and have been taking the time on Skillcapped and YouTube, learning what I need to, to be able to climb to diamond so I suppose I should have said without much more practice. If you'd like, feel free to look up my summoner. Uh, I found it interesting that during the discussion, discussion of my email, someone happened to mention the possibility of there being a gaming addiction issue. I'd have to go back and listen to get the exact context, right? But I do feel like the best response is to explain that the six-year break I was talking about, no need to get into details or try to defend my choices. But long story short, up until last October... I had been addicted to uh, heroin for the previous four years or so, I was finally able to get off it with uh, with the help of Suboxone and moving 1200 miles away from anyone I knew, and while this makes it much more difficult to get my hands on any drugs, it isn't impossible, I've intentionally let League become more of an addiction than it may be for some, because I know the alternative for me is much, much worse. Don't let it interfere with my job or sleep, but aside from those two things, I'm pretty much doing nothing but playing League. Uh, And while this might seem unhealthy right now, for me it's a much better alternative than risking my life multiple times a day to be able to barely function. Uh, Leave it up to you guys whether you want to read this on the podcast, but either way I wanted to point out that in some cases a gaming addiction may be a better alternative. Thank you for your response to my last email, keep up
1: the great content. I I thought it was an you know, email that like, was like worth keeping in. Uh, yeah, I uh, I pretty, sure. really appreciated it. Yeah, I think like when we talk about gaming addiction, it's more the fact that like I mean, I'm sure you can also be you're also aware of this. Uh, Ak- uh, Ak- Akasha, how is that how you pronounce it? Was, how, Akasha, it was Akasha. Akasha? Akasha um, it is like I would say for most people, uh, I would say league addiction is probably like the the worst of, of their like <laughs> worries. You know what I mean? Um, and I've just very much seen like tons of people who just play like 15, 16 hours a day, and that's all they do, and it definitely impacts. Their ability to get jobs, school, um, just you know, function as like a regular human being, and that's like I think the bigger thing is. I, I think a lot of people like very much play this as a video game, and it in their like day to day, it doesn't seem like an issue. But if you like take a couple steps back, it, it obviously is stopping them from a, uh, accomplishing other things. Uh, I think that's like kind of where we're going for with that.
2: Yeah, I yeah, think for I sure. Think, I would, I would right. say
0: that's the the basis of our. Just our discussion there,
2: yeah, and and I think one thing like that got pointed out is like that it's not interfering with like work or school. and like I, I think a lot of people can handle it well enough that it's like not negatively affecting them at, let's say work or school. Um, but I know like at least me personally, like I would consider myself addicted to league. and like, yeah, I still like go to bed at a reasonable time and can go to work and like not be mentally fried from playing league, but holy shit, if I hadn't been playing league as much as I do for the last like six years, I would probably have like developed several new skills and like hobbies. Um, I
0: I do think like, it's a little disingenuous because like it, at the end of the day, you are paying for, or like paying for it with your time for entertainment, which you would have just been doing like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something else, right? That's probably just as unhealthy or like, Oh yeah. Um yeah, no, if I wasn't playing as, the edge, as League. You know, grinding
2: some other game, but Yeah, like
0: okay, maybe you're maybe you're grinding League, but you know, you're just watching fewer shows like mm-hmm. as a whole. That's not to like say that you can't be addicted to League. I think each of us to some extent do have like some league addiction. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the only thing that could keep us playing for this long. Um, I, I
1: mean, I was talking to like I've been talking to the Discord a lot. Like I I've, I've just been trying to like once again, I'm not trying to push this too hard. I'm not trying to f- tell people, "Hey, stop playing fucking League." Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I just I think it's important to s- see that you don't need to make it the most important thing in your life. Like, yeah, for and sure. And I'm also not trying to say that my way is the right way and everything else is wrong because I, I've been telling people, like, "Hey, I this is the least League I've played in a long time." Like, I play every other night, max two hours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which equals sub 10 hours a week and i do a league podcast so probably is around 10 hours of league-ish a week and this is the most i've ever enjoyed the game this is the most i've ever enjoyed the rest of my life i feel like i have time it's just like it's just been very healthy i think for me because i I do have an addictive personality um to like kind of like limit myself i'm artificially limiting myself because i'm just doing other stuff in my life that's very enjoyable and like very fulfilling um but fuck man it's sick man i I've never played this little league and I've I've it's great. I whenever I play it, I'm really happy. Whenever I'm not playing it, I'm I'm not craving it, which is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: Um, so to jump back to the beginning of the email, talking about like bots, like great that you're not seeing as many bots again. That should thin out significantly as you climb up out of like bronze into silver. Um, the the thing about diamond, and I think all of us were yeah a little doubting because like. Uh, yeah, you can put in a lot of practice and have been a gamer for like thirty years, but like I, I guess the perspective that let's say like Nick and I have is that we've gotten diamond the last seven years, and we don't know if we're going to be able to hit diamond easily. I I just think like I think it's a little
0: unfair, and I I just want to like I guess make expectations a little realistic when there is. I mean the equivalent of what 400 eight um yeah 400 800 1200 what 1600 LP between you and um like your what your your goal like i, I don't know it's just a huge number and you know maybe you can make it there after a couple of seasons but i think it's just like it's it's gonna be pretty challenging i would say for the for the average player to to get to
1: that's the difference me between mean level. rank one right now
0: yeah, and, and like, how how close do you feel to to rank one? Maybe this isn't the, <laughs> no, the appropriate. fucking close. <laughs> maybe,
1: like, maybe this isn't the appropriate
0: comparison, but yeah, no,
1: it's I, just it's skewed a little bit. But like, it's still like, it's, it's good to bring up. I think like,
0: yeah, like I I if hey, if you say you can make it, I believe in you, man. I I just don't want you to like. I it was in combination with the gaming addiction where like I know that I deserve a higher rank, and I'm going to play games until I get there, and then you're three thousand games into the season like a uh, hundred LPA higher than you were wondering like, okay, well I need to get there eventually. Cause then like, once you become addicted, it's just like a very short stroll down to, you know, the YouTube compilations of you being the most toxic piece of shit. Like that, the, that the community has to offer. I feel like
1: Nick, there's like 100 LP difference between uh, like the difference between him and you. And then you in rank one.
0: Yeah. Like, and, and I feel, I feel like I would be, I, If I woke up as rank one, I think I would go to bed at probably diamond one. Like I think (laughs) if I woke up at rank one and I played that much league of legends all day, I would, I would lose 2000 LP in that day. Like, it's, it, it's just it a big just climb. Disgusting. That's all. That's
1: all. We're just trying to temper your expectations. No one's saying that you can't do it. We're just saying that like you shouldn't be disappointed if you didn't get there. I guess would be the main thing. Because fuck it, dude. I grind for everything. I want to hit gold and plat I want to hit gold or every single Riot game. And dude, Valorant, I'm fucking dreading because I'm I'm a I I got to silver in Valorant, <laughs> but like
2: uh, same.
1: I was like, I'm I'm a fucking gamer, dude. I fucking grind everything. I'm grinding Wild Rift right now to fucking hit <laughs> Emerald tier, right? And i'm fucking doing it but like dude valorant I, I don't expect to get past fucking gold in that game <laughs> like, yeah Damn. but anyways uh well congrats hey on prove everything us else, wrong man.
2: yeah
0: prove us wrong and then uh and then we'll like make you vip or something in discord
1: Hell <laughs> no you know let us let us <laughs> know that.
2: when you're in your promos to diamond and then we'll fucking int them every time yeah be, you'll yeah. never
1: get there <laughs> yeah but congrats on everything else man yeah that's awesome
2: Yeah, next Um, email from Skydrill.
1: Yeah, hey guys,
0: Skydrill here. I'm emailing in to ask the question on what makes League content slash competitive League so interesting for you guys. Uh, I've been playing the game for about three years now and I don't think I've ever watched a full competitive League match and the only League content I have watched was Guides. Anytime I try to watch content on League, it seems pretty boring, even with it being clips. When I played a ton of Overwatch, I kept up religiously with the competitive area uh, of it, along with a good amount of the content creators, and it felt like something was always going on that was interesting. And shifting the league, I just can't seem to get into it. Do you guys have any ideas on what I should try to do uh, to get into it? Uh, Have a good week. Skydrill. Skydrill now a Silas main question mark? Hmm. I think this is kind of a tough question, uh, because it's all going to depend on... I guess you, if you don't find watching league content, very interesting, I'm not sure if there's much that we can do to fix that, I guess. Yeah. I think Um, I just
1: to give in perspective. I think it comes from the fact that like it's the game being played at a a high level. And there obviously is a lot of trickle down in league of legends. And if I see someone do something in pro league, I go, Holy fuck. I want to do that. Or it gives me an idea of like, what's good in the meta. And then that helps me affect my games. And it feels all intertwined together. And that's like kind of the cool part to me, at least. Mm Hmm.
0: Yeah, I I think um. You know I don't know like as as for content creators, I feel like you just find a like a personality that you like watching as opposed to maybe the stuff that they're able to pull off. Um, I think someone like Spearshot is a, a really good example of like someone who's extremely entertaining. Do I think he's the most skilled? No, like he's obviously really good at the game, but it's just like really really fun to watch his content. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe just find someone who's really interesting to you. And if they play at a gold three level, that's okay. If they
1: play at rank one, that's also okay. It's also fine to like find like league content resident sleeper. It's, it's pretty fucking boring. Yeah, to watch for league sure. Stream. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I appreciate those who watch my league stream, but like, man, I think the game is like pretty rough to watch like stream wise, but
0: yeah, I, I don't watch any league streamers. I do watch, um, like, uh, YouTube content creators, I guess. Um, but yeah,
2: yeah it's, um... I think that's a good point. Also, is that like there's a lot of different types of content where there's like you can watch a stream, you can watch the LCS, you can watch you know in-depth analysis of just two people like talking about the game at a higher level. You can watch like funny you know comedy content. You can watch like compilations of just really crazy plays that you're not going to see in most games. Like there's a a whole bunch of different content and maybe some of it you'll enjoy. Maybe none of it's really for you and that's fine. Also like you can be into league of legends without being a big consumer of league of legends content. Mm -hmm. Um, Personally, the stuff that keeps my attention is typically going to be like professional play or more like in-depth analysis because I want to get better at the game and I like watching the game being played well. Um, so, right, like I want to watch pro players or pro players talking about the game and like their champion or, you know, whatever matchup or the patch. Like, those are good areas for me that one are entertaining, but also can then like be implemented to my gameplay.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Thanks, Kydrel. Next email is from Zapaladin. Hey Cast, hope everyone is doing well. Real quick, need to get a formal apology out to Nick. Sorry for giving you false hope with CLG <laughs> this weekend. With my yeah. penance out of the way, I wanted to ask you guys a few questions about the secondary roles. First off, what is everyone's current secondary? I think I know Aiden's, but not sure about Nick or Colton. Based on conversation, my gut is telling me AD Carry and Phil, respectively to follow up how did this come to be your secondary what was it that you used to main or was it that you used to main it um or you got forced to play with friends or as a diamond in the rough you found while playing clash i'm curious as i don't really have a set secondary but i don't queue fill either also i'm trying to figure out if there's a second role i'd like to play in ranked as a jungler, I rarely don't get my role, so it's hard to gauge where I'd be most comfortable. cannot play mid lane to save my life, so I don't even tempt fate, but I can pass as a top laner support, or more recently an AD carry. Another follow up, how big do you keep your secondary pool? I know people say 3-4 to four champs for your main, but rarely talk about a secondary. Maybe due to the relative infrequency of how often you have to play off-roll but I'm thinking of making my secondary AD carry as a jungle main AD carry second. I know I'm a psycho. The main reason for this is that I like how relatively easy Tristana is to pilot, who would be some other AD carries that play somewhat similarly to the Bandle Gunner to fill the secondary pool. Now this is a litany of questions, and as is customary, I will offer my condolences for the sheer magnitude of this electronic communication, and wish you all the best till next time. P.S. I've finally gotten my summoner name to match my Discord name, so nice. if anyone ever wants to duo or just chill in some norms, hit me up, Zapaladin.
1: Hell yeah. Want to break these down really quick? Yeah. Yeah, let's
2: do it. So Nick, what do you queue as primary secondary?
0: I'm currently queuing support primary uh, jungle secondary because I think the role is broken. Uh and there are a lot of easy champions which are really broken right now too. I think Uder is really strong. I think Volley is still pretty good. Vi um stuff like that. Yeah, Vi's pretty easy. Uh mm-hmm. and not too bad into you know certain scenarios.
2: Yeah. Uh IQ currently eighty carry with Phil secondary. Um I like playing all the roles to my own detriment. It it definitely would be better for me if I just had one secondary but that's what Mm I'm do. That's what I do. Uh,
0: And then I would say as for um, how many champions you should have in your secondary pool, I would say like two, maybe three at the very most. I don't think you should play very many characters in your secondary role.
2: Yeah. I I think like, again, ideally if you want to climb, limiting your pool is, is best. I would say like your main role should have three characters and your secondary role should have one. Like yeah, the odds that you're going to get put onto your secondary role and your one character is going to get taken or banned is, is very low unless it's something that's like hyper contested. Um. Mm-hmm. So like, I-, I think if you're wanting the baseline, like most effective strat for climb is your main role you should probably have like your straight up number one main and then like okay what do i play if they pick something that's really good against it or if it's taken um and then like yeah for your secondary have like probably just the the one champ you play in that role
1: counterpoint make your main role have one character and it's a one trick character then make your secondary role support and then you can play everything because it doesn't really matter what the true
0: people. then you can just play your main in the yeah, you can play any fucking role. character that you want and support that's
1: true <laughs> no but honestly i think support's like a good secondary that kind of goes in the next yeah. question of what you should do like um but i i, I don't know i think it, i think it support's like a really easy to pick up thing um but adc is an interesting one i've never really seen jungle AD carry like duo but if that's what you're interested it in go makes for it
0: me, it makes me question what your secondary or what your like um, junglers are like main champion is. Yeah. Do you just play kindred the grave? Like? <laughs> just fucking the eighty yeah, carry <laughs> jungler. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's uh
1: that's, I that's, that's it. kind of everything. I guess the, oh, oh,
0: what other AD carry would you, would we recommend?
1: I mean, the obvious ones like Caitlyn or Sivir, like the very basic, you auto attack people type characters. I think is good. Yeah. Uh, also, I'd just recommend his fortune to anyone. Cause misfortune is the easiest player to hear play in the fucking game right now.
0: Unless you play her the way that you play that Colton does,
1: <laughs> death Simulator. I, I actually think
0: I no, not death simulator, um, more the uh, like Colton. You go more of like an on hit, like not an on hit, but like more of like an auto attack crit yeah, based yeah. build versus like the I'm gonna press R and be useful.
1: Dude, the lethality like... build actually might be one of the easiest things in the game to play right now. Yeah, so
2: <laughs> it, it it it's pretty easy. I think that it's it's on that line where it's like you can be really effective playing it really poorly um where like i've taken to now I've, i'm going pretty much like eclipse lord dom's Man Mew in every game i'm not really buying kraken slayer anymore mm-hmm. um and then if it gets to late game i'll get the bloodthirster and the infinity edge um i see but like you still do a ton of damage with your autos and I'm still maxing w mm-hmm. first for the attack speed like y- there's a lot you can do with her, but you can also not do any of that and just press R when team fight happens and and do pretty well
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
2: um but you know if you if you are I think you know pushing her for a lot more. And that's where you know at least i've had a lot of success Hell yeah nice yeah
0: thank you awesome. z paladin uh if you'd like to send us an email you can uh send us an email to mail at leadcastpodcast.com you can watch us on twitch twitch.tv slash king out blue basket and leadcast frost you can tweet at us twitter.com slash slash leadcast visit our uh, facebook it's leadcast Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg slash leadcast. And finally, support us on Patreon, Patreon, patreon.com slash leadcast. Thank you guys for so much. uh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.